still ain't seen nothing like my neighbors. And of all the fancy satin and silk, my white cotton feels so good. Search high and low for a place where I can lay my burdens down. Ain't nothing in the whole wide world like the peace that I have found. And the joy this brings. This is E5 Bayo, and I want to say, grab a seat, grab a chair, cop a squat, get a blanket, make you some juice, some tea. It's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on or get you a cold glass of water. Hey, I had so many things that I wanted to talk about topics. Oh my goodness. I wanted to go in on some and some I wanted to just, you know, uh, just go go crazy with it and get so emotional. But then something said, humility, grateful, it's the little things 
that you need to be grateful for. We highlight everything that's wrong. We highlight all those people that fucked us over. We highlight about how such and such cheated on us and all this stuff that's going on in the world and all of this. But baby, let me tell you, I'm grateful for the little things. The littlest fucking thing I'm grateful for. You know, every morning, Lizzie will send me a beautiful text, and I'm grateful for it. My godson, every 18th of the month, he'll send me a happy birthday text. Happy birthday, y'all, because I got done March 18th. So every month on the 18th, he sends me a reminder. And these are the little things. To somebody else, y'all may say, oh, that's it, girl. Oh, my God. But to me... It brings me so much joy, so much love in my heart. Do you know when rude boys share my stuff or say I'm forever grateful, I'm humble, that lights my heart. Oh, when my little brother over there, you know, my, he always printing, he always putting stuff about spiritually. When he sends me a call saying, if I bail, I love you with his little country accent, but I know he ain't in the South, that warms my heart. The littlest things. When someone say, thank you. And you'll be like, well, what are they thanking me for? I didn't do anything. Your post or just the littlest fucking thing. I ain't bragging. If you think this is bragging, then go find you a new podcast to listen to. If you think I'm, oh, she's showing up, then go find something else. This ain't for you. This conversation ain't for you. But it's the littlest things. The littlest things that you would overlook. Or wouldn't even imagine. But you made such a strong impact on your life. Let me tell you, I was on the train one time. Right? I'm not famous. Let me put that out there. I'm not famous. Famous come with a check. I don't get a check. I'm not known. I'm just Ifa Bayo. That's all. Sharing her stories until y'all get tired of hearing them. That's it. I got a lifetime of stories because I've met some amazing crazy, fucked up, weird, you wouldn't believe me type of people. But they exist. And I love them. And my family. So I have stories, a plethora of stories. And I share them with y'all. That's all. That's it. That's all I'm doing. So I was on the train coming from a date. Never forget this. I was on the J train. This guy kept on staring at me. He on the phone. I'm sitting here like, do I owe this motherfucker money? Am I... Did I, you know, read his girlfriend or something? And he mad? Because he just kept on. He didn't say anything. He was just on the phone. Then when we was ready to go down into something, he was like, okay, she's in front of me. I'm going to tell her. I'll call you back. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I got to fight. God damn it. Every day I got something, right? I get off the train. My date is with me. And he walks up, he excuses himself with the date, right? He goes, excuse me, brother. He goes, I don't remember your name. I said, okay. He said, and you told my wife that she was pregnant. I don't remember your name, but I remember your crown. Your crown, Oshun. We named our daughter Oshun. <gasps> I melted. I was in CVS. This girl walked up to me and said, I know your name is Journey. I said, yes, it is, right? And I was laughing because people still call me Mama J, Mama Journey. I named my daughter after you. For real? Yes. 
Journey. J-U-R-N-E-E. I said, you're right. She said, yep, I named my daughter after you because I love you. Now, I'm in Starbucks that used to be open on Jamaica Avenue across from um, Old Navy. I walk in, I get my drink, put my order in, I'm waiting for my drink. The girl stands next to me. She said, I want to take a picture with you. I said, why? <laughs> I said, why? I look regular. She said, no, I follow you on Facebook. Oh, my God, you've changed my life. I did? Yes, you did. You changed my life. I follow you. Okay. All right. Okay, let's take a picture. She took the picture. I was in uh, Namaste Bookstore. I was going to see if I could get a job as a reader. I'm going through, you know, waiting for the guy to talk to me, right? I can't make this shit up. On 14th Street, the girl is standing next to me. She was like, I know who you are. I said, you do? Because I don't. She said, you're Ifa Bayo. I follow you. I said, follow me doing what? She said, no, I follow your lives. I follow you. Oh, my God, thank you. You've saved my life. Okay. I said, all right. She said, no, for real. I said, okay. The guy takes me in the room. We're doing the interview. And he was being honest. He said, I'm not going to hire you. He said, first of all, you're real. I said, what? He said, no, you're real. I know that you're on social media. Okay. Y'all not mistake. He said, and I'm not going to hire you. I said, okay, do me a favor. There's a young lady that's trying to get a job. Hire her then. You don't need to hire me. I'm good with that. Sad to know that you said I'm real. And so who are all these people that's in here? Yeah, I say names. And um, he hired her for a little bit. I don't even know if she still worked there. But he hired her for a little bit. He, you know, for a little time I saw her there. So if she's listening, bless you, beautiful. I love you. Take it a step further. I was uh, either on the train or on my way to Manhattan. You saved me from being abused. What? Out of a domestic violence. On the train, the lady shows me a picture on her phone. I'm like, okay. She said, no, you described my door. You told me I'm going to run into a house with a red door. I'm showing you my red door. Look, because I moved in this house. I did? Yes. And I love you. And I follow you. And I said, thank you. I'm not here to brag. It's those little things. Those little things that I'm forever grateful for. For someone to think of me. They are 24 hours in a day. And to think of me in a positive mind frame speaks volumes to me. Speaks volumes to my mother and them. That they raised a child that is capable of being human. To let people know there's still good people in the world. To let people know that everybody is not out for their money. Everybody's not sexual predators. Everybody ain't doing it because they want status or they want something. Or <clears throat> I'm not selling you a bag. I'm not selling you a fucking uh, reading. I'm not selling you none of that. It's up to you if you want to purchase it. If you don't, okay. All right. I got patience. One lady, her name was Miss Jenkins, God bless the dead. She was the caseworker in South Jamaica, right? She lived in the project. She was the caseworker for half of everybody. I sat out there waiting for her 
from nine in the morning to four in the afternoon. I sat there. I didn't move. She told me to wait. I waited. I was the last one that she saw. Right? She looked at me and she said, everybody else would have left. Why you stay? I said, first of all, I got the patience of Job. I know how to wait. I don't have to argue. I don't have to bother you. You know I'm here. You saw me. I signed the paper. So you know I'm here. So all you got to do is call my name and I'm going to show up. I'm not going to keep on going in. You call me yet? You call me yet? Not at all. I already knew I had to be here. So I canceled everything else that I needed. But I knew I had to be here. She said, I would have left. I said, but I needed this. I got kids. I got to pay this shelter rent. Where I'm going? I needed this. It ain't no comeback tomorrow. I'm here. From that day forward, Miss Jenkins would do the most littlest things for me. And she, right when I would come in, she would sit there and say, I'm not worried about her. Other women would come in, you know, oh, fuck that. I need to go. When you call me, I would sit there, honey, go next door to the fish market, go get me a fish sandwich, sit there, eat my fish sandwich, read my book or do a puzzle because I know I was going to be there all day. Sometimes she would surprise me and call me first. Be like, come on in, baby. Sometimes I wait all day. But I didn't care. And most people would sit there and be like, she's taking advantage of you. She's, oh my God, I would leave. I said, you're welcome to leave. I can't go nowhere. You can leave. You can come back tomorrow. You can. I can't. When I sign up for something, I'm going to see it through. I signed up for it. I'm going to see it through. I can truly say, I never had to tell that lady, yo, I need this. I need that. I got to have this. It was always on my card. She didn't, one time, she did, she shocked me. I had to go for the appointment. She saw me in the store. She said, don't come tomorrow. She said, your baby graduated? I said, yeah. She said, go ahead. She said, go ahead. But you know what I did? Because I wanted her to see my daughter's dress. I went all the way to Macy's. To me, that was a big thing when Isha graduated. I went all the way to Macy's and got my baby dress. I paid a pretty penny for that dress. I brung her so so this way, because I didn't want her to think I was lying. I brought my daughter so she can see her. And she looked at me and she said, you know what, baby? I put all that paperwork through. She said, and check your card because everything is there. She said, that baby looked beautiful. I said, thank you. I said, I brung her because I didn't want you to think I was lying. She said, you know, from the day that you came in here and I got you on my case, she said, whatever you said. You stood by that right there. Because most workers, if you knew South Jamaica, that fucking welfare on something, man, they'd treat you like shit. Treat you like you are beneath them. Miss Jenkins didn't do that to me. I can truly say I had a hell of a caseworker. I didn't complain. I didn't do nothing. But those little things, she said... Baby, you ain't got to come. I got it. She put all the paperwork through. But I wanted her to see my baby dress. And I wanted her to see. I wasn't lying. I remember when they put me on uh, Santana Exposed. Layla. Because I, I wasn't privy to that. 
later spoke up for me so bad. Like she, she really did. She went, she pulled out all guns. You're not going to come after Ifa Bayo because she didn't do nothing. Right. And it was those little things that I didn't even expect for half of the people to speak up for me. A few of them, I was shocked, like, oh, shit. And you know what they said? We may not always agree, Ifa Bayo, but you do stand on your morals and principles. I did enough bad. I did. I went and tried to apologize to a lot of people. Some cursed me out. Some of them hugged me and said, that's all I wanted to hear. But when people do the most littlest things for you, I'm forever grateful. You don't understand how grateful I am. For someone to send me some money saying, I pray that you are living well and I'm grateful for you. Here, here's something. Baby, for someone to just repost my shit, I'm grateful. For someone to say, hey, I've been following your podcast. Or even... Some the greatest compliment I ever got. I was I was a horrible person. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was that bitch. I shake your hand, fuck your man, and steal a grand from you. I was. I didn't care. I did not care. I did. My brother in the was calling me Paul, right in the Bible. I demolish any fucking body, but I had to find where. You could say God spoke to me, maybe Egon spoke to me, whoever, to say, what you're doing is wrong. Why are you destroying my people? Why are you coming after us? We ain't doing nothing to you. But let me show you. For real. Can't make this up. Because I was. I was I was heartless. Let me put it like that. I was heartless. I, I wasn't reckless. Reckless is, oh, I'm going to go in there and tamp a room and all that. No, I was heartless. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I didn't. I did not care. I did not care. Slit their throat. I don't care. I didn't care. In my head, if you had a weakness, you know, in the street, then you were failing. I ain't have a weakness. You know, I love my kids. But I knew the day of tomorrow, they weren't mine. God loaned them to me. So anytime, he could take them back. So I was heartless. I was. I was heartless. I'm telling y'all. I was fucking heartless. I did not care. Until I had my granddaughter. When I had Rabbit, that that you could say I was the Grinch. My heart grew three sizes that day. I had a granddaughter. I had grandsons. I knew. Listen, they gonna find some women, they ain't gonna be bothered with me. Right? But I had a granddaughter. I had a female that was birthed. As a new generation, this was my thinking, it's always been, to carry on my legacy, I had to make sure no one touched her, no one violated her, though I already knew if I was heartless, motherfuckers was out there 90 times worse than me. So I had to be on point, but I had to be her first love interest. I had to let her know that we love her. She came in this world full of love. She's going to lead the same way. I had to make sure I was guarding the gate. She got a mama. She got a daddy. But I had to make sure I was guarding the gate. I had to make sure that she, if her parents fell, I had to toe the line. So I had to change. 
Because now I had these little eyes looking at me saying, if I can't follow them, I better follow you. Then it was a domino effect. All these girls, I got six fucking granddaughters. Six. I got six granddaughters. Grandma Boo, what you doing? Nothing, little bit. Ghetto Grandma, where you going? I'm, going, I'm coming down there to see you. Okay. Gum Gum, hey, you my best friend. You right. Now my grandsons, Grandma, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Grand Grand, you all right? Yeah. Gum Gum, I gonna steal your leg while. No, you not. I is. I come in and take him. Me, my friend. No, him not. So I got these people where they never cease to make me happy. My grandson and my granddaughter and them call their parents the burdens. Yesterday, my grand, my daughter said, I made some shrimp stew. I said, oh, they, the burden cooked. <laughs> oh, the burden cooked. Yes, the burden cooked. I fell out. You you six. How you call your people the burden? Because she is. She's the burden, Grandma Gum Gum. She is. But So my daughter asked her daughter, who's your best friend, Gum Gum? She the bestest friend in the whole wide world. Her love me. You right. My daughter, the youngest daughter down south. I'm your best friend. Who your ghetto grandma? Ask her kids. You, you. Y'all need to get your mama because she too much. What? Grandma Boo, you okay? Yes. You coming down? I will be down in March or April. I'll be there. You going to come in? I'm going to get all of y'all so we can all have fun. Okay. I'm not the world's greatest, but I've seen the ugly side of this world. Oh, baby. I've seen people sh sell their kids, babies. Worst person I ever met, somebody that killed their baby to get back at their man. To know that this world, they have sexual deviants and perverts, the things they do to children, adults, not just males. The things children do to their parents. I met a girl. She hated her mother. Now y'all may say, well, maybe the mother was abusive. Nope. Nope. I can truly say that. Nope. The mother wanted to give her daughter everything. But see, you have to also be aware of who's pouring into your children. Right? Let me just share that. Who's pouring into your children? The, the, the nastiness, all of that. You got to be aware. Because see, who you think, uh, maybe grandma or the father or the aunts or the sisters, whoever, even friends. When you drop your kids off and you thinking you at work, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't. You really don't at friend's house. This lady, she thought she had friends. She did. Well, all those years, they was just pouring in hatred in that little girl so she could hate her mother. She hated her mother so much because she was like, she's beautiful and I'm not. She's, she thinks she's so this. The mother paid cash for this young lady to go to college. What'd she do? Drop out. The mother paid for her to go through a, a training to get a career. Didn't go. So the mother was going down the stairs. She put some slippery oil or whatever on the steps. The mother fell. 
She's calling her daughter. Call the police, call the ambulance. I fell, I think I broke my leg. The daughter slammed the door and went in the room and started lighting black candles, saying she hopes she die. Well, a neighbor heard and came over. She in the room lighting candles. Why would a child be born that hates your kid, that hates a parent? Some of them are like that. I don't know why the makeup is. I don't know. And if the parent is everything that will bend over backwards, sometimes the wiring is off. Sometimes they might have been, you know, poured into negativity when they were babies. And that hatred has, has grown because they planted it. It could be a plethora of reasons. Because not all parents are bad. I don't care what you say. Come for me. Because not all of them are bad. And this lady wasn't. So when she got a little better, she got her cast off and stuff. She went in her daughter's room. She threw all the crazy shit away. She was like, no, her daughter told her, I'll kill you. This lady can't even put food in her refrigerator because she think her daughter will poison her. So the first thing you would say is, well, why don't she get rid of her daughter? Daughter's 17. She still hope and pray that her daughter is okay. So when she came to me, the daughter, I told her, I didn't care. I said, if that was my mother and you were my sister, you wouldn't have never made it. First of all, you'd been gone. You'd have been gone. You'd have been somebody's psych ward, for real. She was like, uh, you know, um, my mother, she just thinks she's too prettier than me. I said, do she act like that? No. I just feel that way because, you know, my aunts and all of them and, and her friends, they always dogged her out. Okay. She never said anything. My mother's weak. Maybe, why? Why would I? I wouldn't say nothing. But this young girl had problems. She had problems. So there are kids that are born that people have poured into them because maybe at that moment their brain wasn't right. They were going through something. See, it's not always physical abuse. It's mental abuse too. And those are the scars that are hard to heal. See, physical, you can heal those. Over time, they're going to disappear. But mental, man, that takes a lot of shit to unwire, rewire, unlearn, pour into. It takes a lot. That's why I tell people, be careful where you put your kids. Be careful who pours into them. Be careful of who is guarding. Got to be careful. You have to be careful. Man, you can have silent enemies and you would not know. I told y'all the story where my kids was walking by and this girl would literally, Cherry would literally say, I hope y'all die. I hope y'all get hit. My kids didn't say anything. Because they were like, Ma, you know, we didn't, we didn't know. We didn't want you to get mad. We didn't, you know, we just kept on walking. What? Karen Curry did tell me that. That's the only reason why I wouldn't argue with her. She told me that. And baby, when I found out, shit, you thought, you thought God came down himself. For real. Miss Mattenham had to pull me back from going that extra mile. Because see, I, I'm a strong believer once kids involved, the gloves are off. I don't give a fuck. 
But Miss Madden and them, Miss Glover and them had to pull me back. They did. They was like, you can hurt her, you can hurt a kid, you can do all that, but who's going to be here to raise yours? That's when I knew I had a weakness. I had a weakness. And at the end of the day, I couldn't. I could not. I could not phantom that. Because I already knew how heartless I was. And to see someone to do that to children. That's why now I always tell people. I'm going to tell you what spirit says. Give me a moment. Because I got to back up. Because see, Ifa Bayo, Donna, Mama J. That's, it's not triggering to me. But it still holds remnants of. Because, yo... People can do the worst to a child. It's not just men. It's women too. And it's other children. You have to be mindful. You have to be on point. And to see women put their children aside for a man. To see women because they want love or whatever. And then also to close their eyes because my godparent is so... And your godparent is toxic and fucking crazy and they're abusive. And you don't know what they're capable of doing. But we close eyes to all of that. But let somebody post something stupid on our page. Oh, my God. Oh, gloves are off. We ready to go. Our priorities are so mixed up. Our priorities are so messed up. We, we, we go and fight at, at fucking air. But the real issue, the real things, the real monsters, we tend to turn a deaf eye or a deaf ear or a blind eye. We, we don't know that. So I'm not going down that road. Today, I'm going to stay on. It's the little things. If your kids make your home safe every day, be grateful. If your children are going and living productive lives and they don't need therapy, be grateful. If today you got food in your refrigerator, today your job had a beautiful day. Today, your boss didn't get on your nerves. Today, your partner did something they were supposed to do. Today, you got up and cleaned your fucking house and it's smelling great. Today, you got a little extra in your check. Today, you got your SSI knowing you supposed to get it tomorrow. Today, somebody dropped off the money they owed you. Today, the sun is shining. Today, you can watch close. Today, your cable is not off. Today, you got to pay your rent early. Today, you got to just say you love you in the mirror and feel it. Baby, it's the little things I want you to be grateful for. The little things that I need you to say thank you. Egun, thank you, Arisha. Thank you, Ori. Thank you, Alodomare. Thank you, Alofi. Thank you, God. Thank you, Mama and them. Thank you. Shit, thank you myself. Thank you. Because, baby, those little things are amazing to me. Amazing. Just be grateful for the little things little things you know India Ari's song has always been so amazing to me she said <laughs> I want to give you the, the 
She said, when you quest for fortune and fame, don't forget about the simple things. It's the little things that the joy they bring. It's the little things. Give me some good food. Give me some cute shoes. Give me a peace of mind. Give me some sunshine. Give me some blue skies. Run around in circles. I lost my focus. Lost sight of my goals. I do this for the love of music, not for the glitter or gold. Got everything that I prayed for, even a little more. And when I asked to learn humility, this is what I was told. It's the little things. Listen, at one time I did. I was following the wrong people. I was running around. I did. I lost my focus. I lost where I was supposed to go. I lost the essence of Ifa Bayo, so to speak. Because I was too busy pleasing everybody else. I was too busy worrying about what everybody else was doing. I was being led and allowing myself. Because at the end of the day, I can't blame those people. I can only blame myself. I allowed myself to be a part of something that I assumed was the right circle. I assumed that these people had my best interests as art. But let me tell you something, my darling babies, and this is fact. You learn from the people that teach you. You pick up those habits and you add it into your life. Some people only see you as a cash register. Now, some people, oh, well, I know they got the money. Or some people will base their friendship on what you have. Oh, she got a house. She got this. The best thing, and I was talking about this last night. The best thing that ever happened for me is for all those people that was in my life that was like, oh, that bitch is broke. She don't have nothing. Oh, she don't have nothing. And they counted me out. What? Because I didn't have, I was a case. I was something that they can go and tell their friends. I had to help her. Yup, I had to help her. So in, in words, they made my plate. I ate it. And they told everybody and their mother, oh, I fed her. Oh, I had to give her that. Oh, I had to do that. She don't have nothing. So I wasn't in their radar. But everybody else that played rich, that had it, and they lost it, they raked their asses, took everything for them, and didn't teach them nothing. I know to this day, they got Cuchillo. They got every Orisha known to man. And don't know what to do with it. Has no connection. Don't sit there and pray to them. Don't do none of that. They just pretty so badass. They are. They're pretty. They're beautiful. But don't have no connection whatsoever. I know people now that think that Oshun is the God dog. Oh, well, I'm going to go to Oshun. I'm going to go to Oshun. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you ever go to Oshun to say thank you? Do you ever say thank you, mama, for looking out? You only go to her. You bring her down all the time to worry about what somebody's doing? I love Oshun. I hope she smacked you in the goddamn face. When there's messages given to me, I use them for my life. They were given to me. They were. They were given to me. But listen, these people have no, they're not grateful for nothing. They're grateful for the dollar. The dollar. How much should I charge? You know I can get that? Oh my God, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. What about helping them? Yeah, are you helping them? I don't care how you get it, but are you helping them? Oh, I'm tired of them calling me. Oh my God, they call me too much. But you're helping them. That's what they go. They're not used to this. You're going to have to be on call 24-7. I have to give credit where credit is due. 
right? I do. I have to give credit where credit is due. Angel taught me a lot when it came to people he would read. He knew they wasn't born in this religion. They don't know anything about spiritual. They can't go back and tell their friend, listen, I did, I fed somebody. I did something to get this person back into my good graces. They can't tell people that. So they have to call you when things are different, when things, they, even when, it, if it's messed up or if it's going good, they need to tell somebody. You the healer. Be grateful that they coming back. But no, mm-mm. No, uh-uh. Oh, I got their money. That's it. They want to deal with me again. They got to pay me. You know how hard it is for a God child that has kids that have, yeah, and I'm speaking this, that have kids, that have a home, that maybe you want a fixed income. Every time they go to their godparent, they got to pay them. If they just want a question or they want a prayer, oh, well, you got you to gotta pay me. I'm not charging my God kids for that. What you need, baby? Okay. Then come up here. You don't have enough? Then I'm going to pay for it. Come on. Come on. Oh, you do too much. Yes, I will. I will. I will. I wish people did enough for me. But instead, they, they're so jaded. Oh, I want to help you, but everybody used me, so I can't do it. You see me drowning. You see me drowning. You can't throw me a life card. You can't, you can't throw me a little round circle thing so I, so I can at least get some air sometimes. Yeah, I want to help you, but no. You know, the spirits say I can't help you. You see me drowning. You see me in the hospital. You see me paralyzed from the left down. You see this. Y'all sit in this fucking house and everybody in here know. But nobody didn't think, yo, if I bail, let me check. Oh, I, I heard you was in the hospital. I just didn't know. Bitch, did you look for me? Did you look for me? No, they didn't. You know who helped me? Dorothy, yo, I love her. I don't give a fuck. She came in there. I was ready to give up. I was. I'm telling y'all. It's the little things. I was so ready to give up. I didn't have nobody in my side. My Elay didn't come and see me. I'm sitting there praying. Candelo did. This nigga did. He was telling people on Facebook, yo, go see my sister. She's in, in the hospital. No one. No one. Not a fucking soul. But you know who came? The person I would have never thought in a million fucking years at all. She came up there. I had to do physical therapy three times a day, 16 days straight. Because this doctor was like, yo, we're not going to keep you paralyzed. There's movement. I'm going to believe in. And I'm sitting there believing who, white guy? He said, believe in you. He said, I don't know you. He said, but somewhere along the line, you're supposed to do some great things. I'm in all white, a yawoo. He said, you supposed to do some great things. I'm looking at this man like, what? He said, and I have to help you. Three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Strenuous physical therapy. Dorothy came. I was ready to give up. She said, get out this fucking bed. Let's go. And she would not, I was like, yo, I'm tired. She was like, I don't give a fuck. Let's go. You got to do two more. Come on, three more. Come on. And she said, I'm leaving. But you can't give up. So I didn't know nobody was in the room. That's how focused I had to be. Just learning how to, we so good at knowing our left and right go together. 
that if one stopped working, the other one is in chaos. Just a button of shirt. You think, now I can button it with one hand, but that left is holding it steady. We overlook all of that because we're so used to shit being our way. But when something go out of whack, the other part got to work 10 times hard and it's not used to that. It's used to a partner. There's no partner. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a little off. Walking upstairs, we don't pay attention. Ah, oh, we can walk upstairs one leg. Yeah, okay, try that. Try it every day for 16 days. Hopping. That fucking right leg gonna give out. It's gonna give out. You're gonna put too much. It's working double time. It's not used to that. It's used to doing its share of work and the other half doing the other share of work. Now it has to do work for two. That shit is complicated and hard. So, Dorothy came. Crown is Yemaya. My federal phone Yemaya every day of my life. I didn't give up. This white guy, I didn't know he was spiritual. None of that. So, like I said, I didn't know no one was watching, right? Because we busy trying to get myself back. It was a preacher that came into the room. He said, I hear you every day. He said, You are inspiration. What? He said, I saw your friend come here. He said, I heard you. He said, and thank you, because I was ready to give up. He said, that alone, with what she did and what you were doing, gave me hope. The little things that you don't even think no one is watching, but they're watching. And I looked at him and I said, nah. I said, okay, thank you. He said, no, for real. He said, and he rolled by in the, in the wheelchair. He said, I want to thank you personally. He said, I don't know you. He said, I'm in the room across. He said, I heard you. He said, I saw you the other day. Keep on inspiring. Don't stop. You're going to make this. You're destined for great things. Can I pray for you? Yes. A lady that was sitting across from me was in the next bed, right? She was, she was paralyzed too. And, you know, they put you in this place where they didn't just take that part. They wanted to make sure. So they had to work you. And she she didn't want to eat. She was scared. And she was like, I said, no, you got to eat, mama. You know, her English wasn't that great. She was Spanish. And her daughters and them came. And they were like, y'all both? And I said, yeah. And. You know, I said, no, I said, I'll I watch and stuff like that. You know, make sure the doctors and no one's abusing her. Because we also get into a place where y'all allow y'all loved ones to be in the hospital. Not everybody is good nurses. Not everybody is good doctors. Some people will abuse those people, especially seniors. You got to be on point. And children, or anybody at that matter, you got to be on point. Don't sit there and be like, oh, well, they in the hospital. They're getting the best of care. No, some of them don't. So... We tag-teamed each other. She said, oh, you are Yawo? I said, yeah. She said, oh. She said, I, I don't know too much. She said, but thank you. No, don't worry about it. So, we sitting in there. Whenever you had, sometimes you have the people that will you to physical therapy. Oh, get up. Oh, my God, you get on my nerves. I pull the curtain back and be like, you good, mama? You know, I said, my aunt is good. Oh, that's your aunt? Yeah. Now, I'm black as shit. This little Spanish lady sitting there. But I didn't care. She said, oh, okay. 
Your aunt, is she doing good? Yeah, cause see, bitch, you're not gonna diss her. You're not. You not. I don't even know this lady, but you're not gonna diss her. I remember taking a picture of her while she's sitting there in thought and praying, because I was leaving. She was gonna be here, and she prayed, and I prayed that she made it all right. I do. I really do. But she would get up every morning and pray, pray. I saw. Jewish synagogue preachers in there. I saw regular preachers. I saw people that were just being nice. You know who I didn't see? Spiritual people. Spiritual people are never in the hospital. Never. Never in nursing homes. Never in hospitals. Never in the children's ward. Never. You know what they say? Um, my old dude keeps me out of there. Now, there is some old dudes. I mean, you can't go in hospitals. But what about the rest of y'all? Y'all all ain't got the same old dude. Where, where are y'all amongst the people? Where the fuck are y'all amongst the people? What's wrong with going to the hospitals, going down to the office, to the main office, and saying, hey, I, we would like to volunteer? I'm not telling you to push your reach on people, but aren't you called to heal the people or even, even to get their names and go back and pray for them? Give them to Babaluaye or somebody. We don't even do that. So we calling ourselves healers. The main healers, you know, I don't ever see spiritual people in the fucking hospitals where it's needed. Oh, I can't go. Miles do say I can't go nowhere where equal is and no. But you don't have a problem with somebody coming to you with $1,000. Oh, I can help them. What about the people that really need the help? How many times do we do free readings for people? It's the little things that make people want to believe in you. How many times are we out here doing book drives? All the books you got, are you giving them to the, to the jails or to the hospitals? Nobody wants spiritual books. How you know? How you know? Do you donate them back to the library? How you know? Those that can give their clothes, are you mailing them out? Are you giving it maybe to the next person? Oh, they don't want... If it's in good standings, why not? Why not? I don't want... Mm -mm, people can do voodoo to me. If you're thinking like that, then you are the fucked up person. Change your mindset. Get some healing. Because where are we at helping people? Do you know that they told us that we need to make sure we have food for the next, four, what, 12 fucking months? And so to speak. Because... We are the next 48 Mondays because we don't know if this grid go off. We ain't going to have food. We ain't going to have lights. We ain't going to have nothing. Do you got candles? Are you prepared for this? What about your elay? If something go wrong and ain't nobody got no money, what are we doing? What are you doing to make sure you're safe? Oh, Ifi Bayo, ain't nobody worrying about that. Oh my God, what are we doing? Because those people are going to need hope. They're going to need help. They're going to need someone to believe in. They're going to need somebody to go to. Do you have a house phone? If not, is your phone, can your phone, can, can, do you remember people's numbers? Because somewhere along the line, we are missing the fucking mark and they get ready to take us back into the 70s. We are missing the mark. We get ready to be shut down, people. For real. We ain't going nowhere. We're going to be in our motherfucking houses. We're going to understand. We're going to have food and shelter and, and some warmth. We ain't going to freeze. Trust me, they ain't going to want that. Because then the government will, will show you really how much power they have. They ain't going to do all that. But it's going to be a lot of shortages. 
It's going to be back to those green stamps. You standing on fucking line in the 60s when we had the Great Depression. We get ready to relive all those fucking days that grandma and them was talking about. Y'all better be prepared. Y'all sit there and act like, oh, I see the future. We going to be great. No, baby. It got to get worse before we get better. There's some lessons we need to learn. Humanity. What did I say? I said, February, the ancestors are going to speak. I told y'all this. Y'all sat there and looked at me and said, oh, that bitch don't know nothing. My, my, my egg going to me different. The president got on fucking TV and told y'all, y'all better prepare because we get ready to have some dark days. We are going to go back in the Great Depression, my people. You can't run from this. We were so fucking dehumanized. We treated people so fucking bad. We were so ugly to each other and ourselves. The little things are what's going to get you over. The little things. We ain't got time to worry about who like who. We ain't got time to worry about who jealous of us. We ain't got time to worry about that. I'm telling y'all. Y'all better start owning y'all people and saying, hey, you good? Okay. You got what? I got rice. What you got? Girl, I got some gravy. What you got? I got some meat. I got some salad. I got some green beans. Girl, I made a pot of collard greens. Let's feed the neighborhood. Brazil had it over in the barrio. They would come together and put that goddamn grill outside and everybody ate. We're going to have to get back to that. This old dude speaks of it. Community. We can't survive without each other, people. But no, we want. No, she doing voodoo to me. Why? Well, because, you know, I, I got a service from her and I didn't listen, you know, but she took it too hard. Like, fuck that. Okay, you were wrong. Apologize and move on. No, people can't do that. But the world is getting ready to show y'all we can't make it without each other. Ain't no single. Your own president got on the fucking news and told y'all, build up your cabinets because your neighbors may smell your food. They going to want to come over there and eat because they ain't listening. Everybody ain't listening. We too busy worrying about getting our body done and looking cute, getting our nails done, child, doing TikToks and shit. We ain't worrying about in home. Sometimes it's good to unplug. I told y'all, I don't understand sometimes what spirits say to me, but I do pay attention. And they was teaching me, tune off. Say goodnight. Get off. Stop worrying about you. Start getting your shit together. Stop putting things together. Get you a little emergency packet. Get your shit together. We, it's no more. My daughter sat there and built up a whole goddamn uh, thing, a whole closet full. Let's start. Okay. All right. You got people buying land, people putting houses on their land, getting off the grid because they already knew this shit is getting ready to pop off. Y'all knew last year in August what it was going to be, but nobody wanted to pay attention. They started seeing food started tasting different. Food shortage. When you ever go to Walmart or even any supermarket and the whole aisle is empty. You got ports, um, boats at the port with the food in it, but they can't get there. But guess what is going to happen? It's going to start dry rotting. It's going to start getting outdated. It's going to start molding. Now they're going to bring that in here. What y'all going to do? Y'all going to eat outdated food. They've been telling y'all, grow your own. Start, start learning how to eat better. Stop with all of that. No, not us. Not us. Not us. No. Uh -uh. Learn to be friends with your local farmers and stuff. No, I don't eat that. Uh-uh, girl. I need my pork chop. I need this. Uh-uh, no. Well, okay. Why you don't have no food in your house? Girl, I look good. I ain't, I ain't spending that money on no groceries. He gave me that money. I ain't spending on no groceries. I got my hair nails done. Now you're going to be hungry. It's winter. The worst time of the year. 
We still, it's still going to get cold. We, we getting in February. We still got March and some April to get through. And now we, we in war with Russia and Ukraine. They done put ships and everything together. Hi. Hi. If they decide to shut it down, now what? Now what? Are you prepared? What are you doing? Those people are going to need you. We already got COVID. We got COVID's homeboys and homegirls, COVID's grandchildren. Then we got the flu. We got the modern cold. We got all kinds of shit coming out. Monkey pox, everything. Baby, we are living through revelations and everything else. But we definitely going back to those days where Mama and Papa and them, you went to work, you couldn't call nobody. You had to wait until you come off to find out what happened. Or you send a messenger over to the job and say, listen, little boy done got in trouble. And, you know, when you get off, meet them here. That's it. But, baby, y'all better prepare. Y'all better prepare. It's not all about what you got. With those candles you're making, you better keep you aside to side so you can light some fucking candles so you can have some lighting. But you better be prepared because it's about to go down. This is where you have faith in your spirits in your egg on and what walks with you and keep your Ari calm. If those that can make an appointment to a Bible allowed, let him do a rogation with a fish on your head so your head can be calm. I keep telling y'all, but y'all don't want to listen to old mama back porch conjure. She crazy. She don't know nothing. Oh, she don't got years. My spirit told me different. Did your spirit tell you that the, the, the fucking president was on TV saying all that? Okay then. All right. All right, listen, we're going to have to band together and stop respecting one another. We're going to have to look out for one another. Keep your phones charged. Download a movie just in case. Leave it on there. You got to watch it over and over and over again. Make it a good one. Listen, make sure you heat your house up, and that way you turn the heat off and you're good for the day. Open up the window, get a little air, and then close it back. Get you some candles. Get you a, a portable generator. Invest in these things. Check on Mama and Papa and them. Get some gra some some groceries, and put canned goods. Get all that. You didn't put it in the storage cabinets. Keep some hand sanitizer. A a a first aid kit. Get you some some um. What you call it? Uh, antibiotics. And stuff. Get that in there. Make sure you have it. So you can know. Because if something happened, at least you will be prepared for a little bit. Or at least until help arrive. But baby, faith without works is dead. So you got to put the work in. I ain't meant here to scare you, but to give you the truth. I told y'all, it's going to get bad. But it's going to come out better. We're going to endure this. That old dude came any day. And if y'all don't have faith in the ruler, I do. A ruler said, it's going to get better. Ide. Obatala said, that it's going to get better. Egun said, don't forget about us. Stop adding that extra shit. We ain't, we ain't worrying about that. We ain't coming in here to do all of that. We came here to so we can help you to finish where we left off. Just give us our, our props. That's all. Light us a candle. Make sure you take care of our altars. Talk to us every once in a while. Listen when we give you something to do. Don't question us. 
so we can help you to move forward. That's it. That's all. That's the remedy. That's it. But you know, simple is too complicated for some people. Simple is too complicated for some people. What we got to do again? What? Did you get your white cloth? Did you put it up there? I brought mine. I went to Walmart, baby. Said, I, I need my white cloth in my house. And I'm going to fix them and send them out. Here is my guy kids here. Y'all want one? I'm going to mail you one here. Put your white cloth in your house. So you can have it. Put that white cloth up there. Because it's the old do for the year. Get you some indigo so you can clean those floors. Keep some indigo by, by your door. Let's start doing what's right so we can, we can be okay. We can get out of this. A ruler said, if you do what I tell you, you're going to get out of this. You're you going to make it. Let's do that. Have some faith. Have some fucking faith. I do. I do. I don't care what nobody else say. I got faith. And I'm going to hold on to it. Because he said it's going to get better. Odu said it's going to get better. Obatelai, Oshanelai said it's going to get better. It got to go a little bad because... We, we all need an ass whooping. We weren't listening. We weren't. We were not listening. But now we are. So it's going to get better. So as always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. I want you today to appreciate the little things, not work. I want you to just appreciate those little things. The littlest thing, appreciate it. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for the little things in your life. Today, just be appreciative of every fucking thing that happened to you. Good, bad, or indifferent. You had a chance to enjoy it. Catch me on Instagram tonight. Definitely catch the show tomorrow. I'm having two shows. One on Tuesday, one on Wednesday. Catch the show tomorrow where I have the sister coming in and she's going to speak of her journey. And as always, follow me on Patreon and everywhere else. So tonight I'll be on Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you catch me. Because I love y'all. And I love to keep y'all informed, to keep y'all inspired, to keep y'all updated, to keep y'all motivated. I want to pour into y'all like y'all pour into me. I love each and every one of y'all. And I appreciate y'all. But I also want y'all to be grateful for the little things.
This is E5 Bayo, and I want to say, grab a seat, grab a chair, cop a squat, get a blanket, make you some juice, some tea. It's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on or get you a cold glass of water. Hey, I had so many things that I wanted to talk about, topics. Oh my goodness. I wanted to go in on some and some I wanted to just, you know, uh, just go go crazy with it and get so emotional. But then something said, humility, grateful. It's the little things that you need to be grateful for. We highlight everything that's wrong. We highlight all those people that fucked us over. We highlight about how such and such cheated on us and all this stuff that's going on in the world and all of this. But baby... Let me tell you, I'm grateful for the little things, the littlest fucking thing I'm grateful for. You know, every morning, Lizzie will send me a beautiful text, and I'm grateful for it. My godson, every 18th of the month, he'll send me a happy birthday text. Happy birthday, y'all, because I got done March 18th. So every month on the 18th, He sends me a reminder. And these are the little things. To somebody else, y'all may say, oh, that's it, girl. Oh, my God. But to me, it brings me so much joy 
so much love in my heart. Do you know when rude boys share my stuff or say I'm forever grateful, I'm humble, that lights my heart. Oh, when my little brother over there, you know, my, he always printing, he always putting stuff about spiritually. When he sends me a call saying, if I bail, I love you with his little country accent, but I know he ain't in the South. That warms my heart. The littlest things. When someone say, thank you. And you'll be like, well, what are they thanking me for? I didn't do anything. Your post or just the littlest fucking thing. I ain't bragging. If you think this is bragging, then go find you a new podcast to listen to. If you think I'm, oh, she's showing up, then go find something else. This ain't for you. This conversation ain't for you. But it's the littlest things. The littlest things that you would overlook or wouldn't even imagine. But you made such a strong impact on your life. Let me tell you, I was on the train one time. Right? I'm not famous. Let me put that out there. I'm not famous. Famous come with a check. I don't get a check. I'm not known. I'm just Ifa Bayo. That's all. Sharing her stories until y'all get tired of hearing them. That's it. I got a lifetime of stories because I've met some amazing, crazy, fucked up, weird, you wouldn't believe me type of people. But they exist. And I love them. And my family. So I have stories, a plethora of stories. And I share them with y'all. That's all. That's it. That's all I'm doing. So I was on the train coming from a date. Never forget this. I was on the J train. This guy kept on staring at me. He on the phone. I'm sitting here like, do I owe this motherfucker money? Am I, did I, you know, read his girlfriend or something? And he mad? Because he just kept on. He didn't say anything. He was just on the phone. Then when we was ready to go down into something, he was like, okay, she's in front of me. I'm going to tell her. I'll call you back. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I got to fight. God damn it. Every day I got something, right? I get off the train. My date is with me. And he walks up. He excuses himself with the date, right? He goes, excuse me, brother. He goes, I don't remember your name. I said, okay. He said, and you told my wife that she was pregnant. I don't remember your name, but I remember your crown. Your crown, Oshun. We named our daughter Oshun. <gasps> I melted. I was in CVS. This girl walked up to me and said, I know your name is Journey. I said, yes, it is. Right? And I was laughing. Because people still call me Mama J, Mama Journey. I named my daughter after you. For real? Yes. Journey. J-U-R-N-E-E. I said, you're right. She said, yep. I named my daughter after you. Because I love you. Now, I'm in Starbucks. That used to be open on Jamaica Avenue. across from... Um, Old Navy. I walk in, I get my drink, put my order in, I'm waiting for my drink. The girl stands next to me. She said, I want to take a picture with you. I said, why? <laughs> I said, why? I look regular. She said, no, I follow you on Facebook. Oh my God, you've changed my life. I did? Yes, you did. You changed my life. I follow you. Okay. All right. Okay, let's take a picture. She took the picture. I was in uh, Namaste bookstore. I was going to see if I could get a job as a reader. I'm going through, you know, waiting for the guy to talk to me, right? I can't make this shit up. On 14th Street. 
The girl is standing next to me. She was like, I know who you are. I said, you do? Because I don't. She said, you're Ifa Bale. I follow you. I said, follow me doing what? She said, no, I follow your lives. I follow you. Oh, my God, thank you. You've saved my life. Okay. I said, all right. She said, no, for real. I said, okay. The guy takes me in the room. We're doing the interview. And he was being honest. He said, I'm not going to hire you. He said, first of all, you're real. I said, what? He said, no, you're real. I know that you're on social media. Okay. Y'all not going to stay. He said, and I'm not going to hire you. I said, okay, do me a favor. There's a young lady that's trying to get a job. Hire her then. You don't need to hire me. I'm good with that. Sad to know that you said I'm real. And so who are all these people that's in here? Yeah, I say names. And um, he hired her for a little bit. I don't even know if she still worked there. But he hired her for a little bit. He, you know, for a little time I saw her there. So if she's listening, bless you, beautiful. I love you. Take it a step further. I was uh, either on the train or on my way to Manhattan. You saved me from being abused. What? Out of a domestic violence. On the train, the lady shows me a picture on her phone. I'm like, okay. She said, no, you described my door. You told me I'm going to run into a house with a red door. I'm showing you my red door. Look, because I moved in this house. I did? Yes. And I love you. And I follow you. And I said, thank you. I'm not here to brag. It's those little things. Those little things that I'm forever grateful for. For someone to think of me. They are 24 hours in a day. And to think of me in a positive mind frame speaks volumes to me. Speaks volumes to my mother and them. That they raised a child that is capable of being human. To let people know there's still good people in the world. To let people know that everybody is not out for their money. Everybody's not sexual predators. Everybody ain't doing it because they want status or they want something. Or <clears throat> I'm not selling you a bag. I'm not selling you a fucking uh, reading. I'm not selling you none of that. It's up to you if you want to purchase it. If you don't, okay. All right. I got patrons. One lady, her name was Miss Jenkins, God bless the dead. She was the caseworker in South Jamaica, right? She lived in the project. She was the caseworker for half of everybody. I sat out there waiting for her from 9 in the morning to 4 in the afternoon. I sat there. I didn't move. She told me to wait. I waited. I was the last one that she saw, right? She looked at me and she said, everybody else would have left. Why you stay? I said, first of all, I got the patience of Job. I know how to wait. I don't have to argue. I don't have to bother you. You know I'm here. You saw me. I signed the paper. So you know I'm here. So all you got to do is call my name and I'm going to show up. I'm not going to keep on going in. You call me yet? You call me yet? Not at all. I already knew I had to be here. So I canceled everything else that I needed. But I knew I had to be here. She said, I would have left. I said, but I needed this. I got kids. I got to pay this shelter rent. Where I'm going? I needed this. It ain't no comeback tomorrow. I'm here. 
From that day forward, Ms. Jenkins would do the most littlest things for me. And she, right when I would come in, she would sit there and say, I'm not worried about her. Other women would come in, you know, oh, fuck that. I need to go. When you call me, I would sit there, honey, go next door to the fish market, go get me a fish sandwich, sit there, eat my fish sandwich, read my book or do a puzzle, because I know I was going to be there all day. Sometimes she would surprise me and call me first. Be like, come on in, baby. Sometimes I wait all day. But I didn't care. And most people would sit there and be like, she's taking advantage of you. She's, oh my God, I would leave. I said, you're welcome to leave. I can't go nowhere. You can leave. You can come back tomorrow. You can. I can. When I sign up for something, I'm going to see it through. I signed up for it. I'm going to see it through. I can truly say, I never had to tell that lady, yo, I need this. I need that. I got to have this. It was always on my card. She didn't, one time, she did, she shocked me. I had to go for the appointment. She saw me in the store. She said, don't come tomorrow. She said, your baby graduated? I said, yeah. She said, go ahead. She said, go ahead. But you know what I did? Because I wanted her to see my daughter's dress. I went all the way to Macy's. To me, that was a big thing when Isha graduated. I went all the way to Macy's and got my baby dress. I paid a pretty penny for that dress. I brung her so so this way, because I didn't want her to think I was lying. I brought my daughter so she could see her. And she looked at me and she said, you know what, baby? I put all that paperwork through. She said, and check your card because everything is there. She said, that baby looked beautiful. I said, thank you. I said, I brung her because I didn't want you to think I was lying. She said, you know, from the day that you came in here and I got you on my case, she said, whatever you said. You stood by that right there. Because most workers, if you knew South Jamaica, that fucking welfare on something, man, they'd treat you like shit. Treat you like you are beneath them. Ms. Jenkins didn't do that to me. I can truly say I had a hell of a caseworker. I didn't complain. I didn't do nothing. But those little things... She said, baby, you ain't got to come. I got it. She put all the paperwork through. But I wanted her to see my baby dress. And I wanted her to see. I wasn't lying. I remember when they put me on uh, Santana Exposed. Layla. Because I, I wasn't privy to that. Layla spoke up for me so bad. Like, she she really did. She went. She went. Pulled out all guns. You're not going to come after Ifa Bayo. Because she didn't do nothing. Right? And it was those little things. That I didn't even expect for half of the people to speak up for me. A few of them I was shocked. Like, oh shit. And you know what they said? We may not always agree, Ifa Bayo. But you do stand on your morals and principles. I did enough bad. I did. I went and tried to apologize to a lot of people. Some cursed me out. Some of them hugged me and said, that's all I wanted to hear. But when people do the most littlest things for you, I'm forever grateful. You don't understand how grateful I am. For someone to send me some money saying, I pray that you are 
living well, and I'm grateful for you. Here, here's something. Baby, for someone to just repost my shit, I'm grateful. For someone to say, hey, I've been following your podcast. Or even some, the greatest compliment I ever got, I was, I was a horrible person. I'm not going to lie. I was. I was that bitch, I shake your hand, fuck your man, and steal a grand from you. I was. I didn't care. I did not care. I did. My brother in the was calling me Paul, right, in the Bible. I demolish any fucking body. But I had to find where you could say God spoke to me, maybe Egon spoke to me, whoever, to say, what you doing is wrong. Why are you destroying my people? Why are you coming after us? We ain't doing nothing to you. But let me show you. For real. Can't make this up. Because I was. I was I was heartless. Let me put it like that. I was heartless. I, I wasn't reckless. Reckless is, oh, I'm going to go in there and tear up a room and all that. No, I was heartless. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I didn't. I did not care. I did not care. Slit their throat. I don't care. I didn't care. In my head, if you had a weakness, you know, in the street, then you were failing. I ain't have a weakness. You know, I love my kids. But I knew the day of tomorrow, they weren't mine. God loaned them to me. So anytime, he could take them back. So I was heartless. I was. I was heartless. I'm telling y'all, I was fucking heartless. I did not care. Until I had my granddaughter. When I had Rabbit, that, that, you could say I was the Grinch. My heart grew three sizes that day. I had a granddaughter. I had grandsons. I knew, listen, they gonna find some women, they ain't gonna be bothered with me, right? But I had a granddaughter. I had a female that was birthed as a new generation. This was my thinking, it's always been to carry on my legacy. I had to make sure no one touched her, no one violated her. Though I already knew if I was heartless, motherfuckers was out there 90 times worse than me. So I had to be on point, but I had to be her first love interest. I had to let her know that we love her. She came in this world full of love. She gonna lead the same way. I had to make sure I was guarding the gate. She got a mama, she got a daddy, but I had to make sure I was guarding the gate. I had to make sure that she, if her parents fell, I had to toe the line. So I had to change because now I had these little eyes looking at me saying, if I can't follow them, I better follow you. Then it was a domino effect. All these girls, I got six fucking granddaughters, six. I got six granddaughters. Grandma Boo, what you doing? Nothing, little bit. Ghetto Grandma, where you going? I'm, going, I'm coming down there to see you. Okay. Gum Gum, hey, you my best friend. You right. Now, my grandsons, Grandma, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Grand Grand, you all right? Yeah. Gum Gum, I going to steal your leg while. No, you not. I is. I come in and take him. Me, my friend. No, him not. So I got these people where they never cease to make me happy. My grandson and my granddaughter and them call their parents the burdens. 
yesterday my grand my daughter said I made some shrimp stew. I said, oh, they, the burden cooked. <laughs> oh, the burden cooked. Yes, the burden cooked. I fell out. You you six. How you call your people the burden? Cause she is. She's the burden, Grandma Gum Gum. She is. But so my daughter asked her daughter, "Who's your best friend, Gum Gum? She the bestest friend in the whole wide world. Her love me. You right. My daughter, the youngest daughter down south. I'm your best friend. Who your ghetto grandma? Ask her kids. You, you. Y'all need to get your mama. Cause she too much. What? Grandma Boo, you okay? Yes. You coming down? I will be down in March or April. I'll be there. You gonna come in? I'm gonna get all of y'all. So we can all have fun. Okay. I'm not the world's greatest. But I've seen the ugly side of this world. Oh, baby. I've seen people sell their kids. Babies. Worst person I ever met. Somebody to kill their baby to get back at their man. To know that this world, they have sexual deviants and perverts. The things they do to children, adults, not just males. The things children do to their parents. I met a girl. She hated her mother. Now, y'all may say, well, maybe the mother was abusive. Nope. Nope. I can truly say that. Nope. The mother wanted to give her daughter everything. But see, you have to also be aware of who's pouring into your children, right? Let me just share that. Who's pouring into your children? The, the, the nastiness, all of that. You got to be aware. Because see, who you think, uh, maybe grandma or the father or the aunts or the sisters, whoever. Even friends, when you drop your kids off and you thinking you at work, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't. You really don't at friends' house. This lady, she thought she had friends. She did. Well, all those years, they was just pouring in hatred in that little girl so she could hate her mother. She hated her mother so much because she was like, she's beautiful and I'm not. She, she thinks she's so this. The mother paid cash for this young lady to go to college. What'd she do? Drop out. The mother paid for her to go through a, a training to get a career. Didn't go. So the mother was going down the stairs. She put some slippery oil or whatever on the steps. The mother fell. She's calling her daughter. Call the police. Call the ambulance. I fell. I think I broke my leg. The daughter slammed the door and went in the room and started lighting black candles, saying she hopes she die. Well, a neighbor heard and came over. She in the room lighting candles. Why would a child be born that hates your kid, that hates a parent? Some of them are like that. I don't know why the makeup is. I don't know. And if the parent is everything that will bend over backwards, Sometimes the wiring is off. Sometimes they might have been, you know, poured into negativity when they were babies. And that hatred has, has grown because they planted it. It could be a plethora of reasons. Because not all parents are bad. I don't care what you say. Come for me. Because not all of them are bad. And this lady wasn't. 
So when she got a little better, she got her cast off and stuff. She went in her daughter's room. She threw all the crazy shit away. She was like, no, her daughter told her, I'll kill you. This lady can't even put food in her refrigerator because she think her daughter will poison her. So the first thing you would say is, well, why don't she get rid of her daughter? Daughter's 17. She still hope and pray that her daughter is okay. So when she came to me, her daughter, I told her, I didn't care. I said, if that was my mother and you were my sister, you wouldn't have never made it. First of all, you'd been gone. You'd have been gone. You'd have been somebody's psych ward, for real. She was like, uh, you know, um, my mother, she just thinks she's too prettier than me. I said, do she act like that? No. I just feel that way because, you know, my aunts and all of them and, and her friends, they always dogged her out. Okay. She never said anything. My mother's weak. Maybe why? Why would I? I wouldn't say nothing. But this young girl had problems. She had problems. So there are kids that are born that people have poured into them because maybe at that moment their brain wasn't right. They were going through something. See, it's not always physical abuse. It's mental abuse too. And those are the scars that are hard to heal. See, physical, you can heal those. Over time, they're going to disappear. But mental, man, that takes a lot of shit to unwire, rewire, unlearn, pour into. It takes a lot. That's why I tell people, be careful where you put your kids. Be careful who pours into them. Be careful of who is guarding got to be careful. You have to be careful. Man, you can have silent enemies and you would not know. I told y'all the story where my kids was walking by and this girl would literally, Cherry would literally say, I hope y'all die. I hope y'all get hit. My kids didn't say anything because they were like, Ma, you know, we didn't, we didn't know. We didn't want you to get mad. We didn't, you know, we just kept on walking. What? Karen Curry did tell me that. That's the only reason why I wouldn't argue with her. She told me that. And baby, when I found out, shit, you thought, you thought God came down himself. For real. Miss Mattenham had to pull me back from going that extra mile. Because see, I, I'm a strong believer once kids involved, the gloves are off. I don't give a fuck. But Miss Madden and them, Miss Glover and them had to pull me back. They did. They was like, you can hurt her, you can hurt a kid, you can do all that, but who's gonna be here to raise yours? That's when I knew I had a weakness. I had a weakness. And at the end of the day, I couldn't. I could not, I could not phantom that. Cause I already knew how heartless I was. And to see someone to do that to children, that's why now I always tell people, I'm going to tell you what spirit says. Give me a moment because I got to back up. Because see, Ifa Bayo, Donna, Mama J, that's, it's not triggering to me, but it still holds remnants of. Because, yo, people can do the worst to a child. It's not just men. It's women too. 
and his other children. You have to be mindful. You have to be on point. And to see women put their children aside for a man. To see women because they want love or whatever. And then also to close their eyes because my godparent is so... And your godparent is toxic and fucking crazy and they're abusive. And you don't know what they're capable of doing. But we close eyes to all of that. But let somebody post something stupid on our page. Oh my God, our gloves are off. We ready to go. Our priorities are so mixed up. Our priorities are so messed up. We, we, we go and fight at, at fucking air. But the real issue, the real things, the real monsters, we tend to turn a deaf eye or a deaf ear or a blind eye. We, we don't know that. So I'm not going down that road. Today, I'm going to stay on. It's the little things. If your kids make your home safe every day, be grateful. If your children are going and living productive lives and they don't need therapy, be grateful. If today you got food in your refrigerator, today your job had a beautiful day. Today, your boss didn't get on your nerves. Today, your partner did something they were supposed to do. Today, you got up and cleaned your fucking house and it's smelling great. Today, you got a little extra in your check. Today, you got your SSI knowing you're supposed to get it tomorrow. Today, somebody dropped off the money they owed you. Today, the sun is shining. Today, you can watch close. Today, your cable is not off. Today, you got to pay your rent early. Today, you got to just say you love you in the mirror and feel it. Baby, it's the little things I want you to be grateful for. The little things that I need you to say thank you. Egun, thank you, Arisha. Thank you, Ori. Thank you, Alodomare. Thank you, Alofi. Thank you, God. Thank you, Mama and them. Thank you. Shit, thank you myself. Thank you. Because, baby, those little things are amazing to me. Amazing. Just be grateful for the little things. The little things. You know, India Ari's song has always been so amazing to me. She said, <laughs> I want to give you the, the. She said, when you quest for fortune and fame, don't forget about the simple things. It's the little things that the joy they bring. It's the little things. Give me some good food. Give me some cute shoes. Give me a peace of mind. Give me some sunshine. Give me some blue skies. Run around in circles. I lost my focus. Lost sight of my goals. I do this for the love of music, not for the glitter or gold. Got everything that I prayed for, even a little more. And when I asked to learn humility, this is what I was told. It's the little things. Listen. At one time, I did. I was following the wrong people. I was running around. I did. I lost my focus. I lost where I was supposed to go. I lost the essence of Ifa Bayo, so to speak, because I was too busy pleasing everybody else. I was too busy worrying about what everybody else was doing. 
I was being led and allowing myself because at the end of the day, I can't blame those people. I can only blame myself. I allowed myself to be a part of something that I assumed was the right circle. I assumed that these people had my best interests as art. But let me tell you something, my darling babies, and this is fact. You learn from the people that teach you. You pick up those habits and you add it into your life. Some people only see you as a cash register. Now, some people, oh, well, I know they got the money. Or some people will base their friendship on what you have. Oh, she got a house. She got this. The best thing, and I was talking about this last night. The best thing that ever happened for me is for all those people that was in my life that was like, oh, that bitch is broke. She don't have nothing. Oh, she don't have nothing. And they counted me out. What? Because I didn't have, I was a case. I was something that they can go and tell their friends. I had to help her. Yup, I had to help her. So in, in words, they made my plate. I ate it. And they told everybody and their mother, oh, I fed her. Oh, I had to give her that. Oh, I had to do that. She don't have nothing. So I wasn't in their radar. But everybody else that played rich, that had it, and they lost it, they raped their asses, took everything for them, and didn't teach them nothing. I know to this day, they got Cuchillo, they got every Orisha known to man. And don't know what to do with it. Has no connection. Don't sit there and pray to them. Don't do none of that. They just pretty so badass. They are. They're pretty. They're beautiful. But don't have no connection whatsoever. I know people now that think that Oshun is the God dog. Oh, well, I'm going to go to Oshun. I'm going to go to Oshun. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you ever go to Oshun to say thank you? Do you ever say thank you, mama, for looking out? You only go to her. You bring her down all the time to worry about what somebody's doing? I love Oshun. I hope she smack you in the goddamn face. When there's messages given to me, I use them for my life. They were given to me. They were. They were given to me. But listen, these people have no, they're not grateful for nothing. They're grateful for the dollar. The dollar. How much should I charge? You know I can get that? Oh my God, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. What about helping them? Yeah, are you helping them? I don't care how you get it, but are you helping them? Oh, I'm tired of them calling me. Oh my God, they call me too much. But you're helping them. That's what they go. They're not used to this. You're going to have to be on call 24 7. I have to give credit where credit is due, right? I do. I have to give credit where credit is due. Angel taught me a lot when it came to people he would read. He knew they wasn't born in this religion. They don't know anything about spiritual. They can't go back and tell their friend, listen, I did, I fed somebody. I did something to get this person back into my good graces. They can't tell people that. So they have to call you when things are different. When things, they, even when, it, if it's messed up or if it's going good, they need to tell somebody. You the healer. Be grateful that they coming back. But no. Mm-mm. No, uh-uh. Oh, I got their money. That's it. They want to deal with me again. They got to pay me. You know how hard it is for a godchild that has kids that have, yeah, and I'm speaking this, that have kids, that have a home, that maybe on a fixed income. Every time they go to their godparent, they got to pay them. 
if they just want a question or they want a prayer, oh, well, you got you to gotta pay me. I'm not charging my God kids for that. What you need, baby? Okay. Then come up here. You don't have enough? Then I'm going to pay for it. Come on. Come on. Oh, you do too much. Yes, I will. I will. I will. I wish people did enough for me. But instead, they, they're so jaded. Oh, I want to help you, but everybody used me, so I can't do it. You see me drowning. You see me drowning. You can't throw me a life card. You can't, you can't throw me a little round circle thing so I, so I can at least get some air sometime. Yeah, I want to help you, but no. You know, the spirits say I can't help you. You see me drowning. You see me in the hospital. You see me paralyzed from the left down. You see this. Y'all sit in this fucking house and everybody in here know. But nobody didn't think, yo, Ifi Bayo, let me check. Oh, I, I heard you was in the hospital. I just didn't know. Bitch, did you look for me? Did you look for me? No, they didn't. You know who helped me? Dorothy. Yo, I love her. I don't give a fuck. She came in there. I was ready to give up. I was. I'm telling y'all. It's the little things. I was so ready to give up. I didn't have nobody in my side. My E-Lay didn't come and see me. I'm sitting there praying. Candelo did. This nigga did. He was telling people on Facebook, yo, go see my sister. She's in, in the hospital. No one. No one, not a fucking soul. But you know who came? The person I wouldn't have never thought in a million fucking years at all. She came up there. I had to do physical therapy three times a day, 16 days straight. Because this doctor was like, yo, we're not going to keep you paralyzed. There's movement. I'm going to believe in. And I'm sitting there believing who, white guy? He said, believe in you. He said, I don't know you. He said, but somewhere along the line, you supposed to do some great things. I'm in all white, a yawoo. He said, you supposed to do some great things. I'm looking at this man like, what? He said, and I have to help you. Three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Strenuous physical therapy. Dorothy came. I was ready to give up. She said, get out this fucking bed. Let's go. And she would not, I was like, yo, I'm tired. She was like, I don't give a fuck. Let's go. You got to do two more. Come on, three more. Come on. And she said, I'm leaving. But you can't give up. So I didn't know nobody was in the room. That's how focused I had to be. Just learning how to, we so good at knowing our left and right go together that if one stopped working, the other one is in chaos. Just a button a shirt. You think, now nah, I can button it with one hand. But that left is holding it steady. We overlook all of that because we're so used to shit being our way. But when something go out of whack, the other part got to work 10 times hard and it's not used to that. It's used to a partner. There's no partner. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a little off. Walking upstairs, we don't pay attention. Ah, oh, we can walk upstairs one leg. Yeah, okay, try that. Try it every day for 16 days hopping. That fucking right leg gonna give out. It's gonna give out. You're gonna put too much. It's working double time. It's not used to that. It's used to doing its share of work and the other half doing the other share of work. Now it has to do work for two. That shit is complicated and hard. So, Dorothy came. Crown was Jemaya. 
Matter of fact, I'm fooling you, my yeah, every day of my life. I didn't give up. This white guy, I didn't know he was spiritual. None of that. So like I said, I didn't know no one was watching, right? Because we busy trying to get myself back. It was a preacher that came into the room. He said, I hear you every day. He said, you are inspiration. What? He said, I saw your friend come here. He said, I heard you. He said, and thank you, because I was ready to give up. He said, that alone, with what she did and what you were doing, gave me hope. The little things that you don't even think no one is watching, but they're watching. And I looked at him and I said, nah. I said, okay, thank you. He said, no, for real. He said, and he rolled by in the, in the wheelchair. He said, I want to thank you personally. He said, I don't know you. He said, I'm in the room across. He said, I heard you. He said, I saw you the other day. Keep on inspiring. Don't stop. You're going to make this. You're destined for great things. Can I pray for you? Yes. A lady that was sitting across from me was in the next bed, right? She was, she was paralyzed too. And, you know, they put you in this place where they didn't just take that part. They wanted to make sure. So they had to work you. And she, she didn't want to eat. She was scared. And she was like, I said, no, you got to eat, mama. You know, her English wasn't that great. She was Spanish. And her daughters and them came. And they were like, y'all both? And I said, yeah. And, you know, I said, no. I said, I'll, I'll watch and stuff like that. You know, make sure the doctors and no one's abusing her. Because we also get into a place where y'all allow y'all loved ones to be in the hospital. Not everybody is good nurses. Not everybody is good doctors. Some people will abuse those people, especially seniors. You got to be on point. And children, or anybody at that matter, you got to be on point. Don't sit there and be like, oh, well, they in the hospital, they getting the best of care. No, some of them don't. So we tag teamed each other. She said, oh, you a Yahweh? I said, yeah. She said, oh, she said, I, I don't know too much. She said, but thank you. No, don't worry about it. So, we sitting in there. Whenever you had, sometimes you have the people that will you to physical therapy. Oh, get up. Oh, my God, she get on my nerves. I pull the curtain back and be like, you good, mama? You know, I said, my aunt is good. Oh, that's your aunt? Yeah. Now, I'm black as shit. This little Spanish lady sitting there, but I didn't care. She said, oh, okay. Your aunt, is she doing good? Yeah, because see, bitch, you're not going to diss her. You're not, you're not, I don't even know this lady, but you're not going to diss her. I remember taking a picture of her while she's sitting there in thought and praying. Because I was leaving. She was going to be here. And she prayed. And I prayed that she made it all right. I do. I really do. But she would get up every morning and pray. Pray. I saw... Jewish synagogue preachers in there. I saw regular preachers. I saw people that were just being nice. You know who I didn't see? Spiritual people. Spiritual people are never in the hospital. Never. Never in nursing homes. Never in hospitals. Never in the children's ward. Never. You know what they say? Um, my old dude keeps me out of there. Now, there is some old dudes where you can't go in hospitals. But what about the rest of y'all? Y'all all ain't got the same old dude. Where, where are y'all amongst the people? 
Where the fuck are y'all amongst the people? What's wrong with going to the hospitals, going down to the office, to the main office and saying, hey, I, we would like to volunteer. I'm not telling you to push your reach on people, but aren't you called to heal the people or even, even to get their names and go back and pray for them? Give them to Babaluaye or somebody. We don't even do that. So we calling ourselves healers. The main healers, you know, I don't ever see spiritual people in the fucking hospitals where it's needed. Oh, I can't go. My old dude say I can't go nowhere where eco is and no. But you don't have a problem with somebody coming to you with $1,000. Oh, I can help them. What about the people that really need the help? How many times do we do free readings for people? It's the little things that make people want to believe in you. How many times are we out here doing book drives? All the books you got, are you giving them to the, to the jails or to the hospitals? Nobody don't want spiritual books. How you know? How you know? Do you donate them back to the library? How you know? Those that can give their clothes, are you mailing them out? Are you giving it maybe to the next person? Oh, they don't want, if it's in good standings, why not? Why not? I don't want, mm -mm, people can do voodoo to me. If you're thinking like that, then you are the fucked up person. Change your mindset. Get some healing. Because where are we at helping people? Do you know that they told us that we need to make sure we have food for the next four, what, 12 fucking months? And so to speak, because we are the next 48 Mondays, because we don't know if this grid go off, we ain't going to have food. We ain't going to have lights. We ain't going to have nothing. Do you got candles? Are you prepared for this? What about your elay? If something go wrong and ain't nobody got no money, what are we doing? What are you doing to make sure you're safe? Oh, Ifi Bayo, ain't nobody worrying about that. Oh my God, what are we doing? Because those people are going to need hope. They're going to need help. They're going to need someone to believe in. They're going to need somebody to go to. Do you have a house phone? If not, is your phone, can your phone, can, can, do you remember people's numbers? Because somewhere along the line, we are missing the fucking mark and they get ready to take us back into the 70s. We are missing the mark. We get ready to be shut down, people. For real. We ain't going nowhere. We're going to be in our motherfucking houses. We're going to understand. We're going to have food and shelter and, and some warmth. We ain't going to freeze. Trust me, they ain't going to want that. Because then the government will show you really how much power they have. They ain't going to do all that. But it's going to be a lot of shortages. It's going to be back to those green stamps. You standing on fucking line in the 60s when we had the Great Depression. We get ready to relive all those fucking days that grandma and them was talking about. Y'all better be prepared. Y'all sit there and act like, oh, I see the future. We going to be great. No, baby. It got to get worse before we get better. There's some lessons we need to learn. Humanity. What did I say? I said, February, the ancestors are going to speak. I told y'all this. Y'all sat there and looked at me and said, oh, that bitch don't know nothing. My, my, my egg gonna tell me different. The president got on fucking TV and told y'all, y'all better prepare because we get ready to have some dark days. We are going to go back in the Great Depression, my people. You can't run from this. We were so fucking dehumanized. We treated people so fucking bad. We were so ugly to each other and ourselves. The little things are what's going to get you over. The little things. We ain't got time to worry about who like who. We ain't got time to worry about who jealous of us. We ain't got time to worry about that. I'm telling y'all, 
Y'all better start owning y'all people and saying, hey, you good? Okay. You got what? I got rice. What you got? Girl, I got some gravy. What you got? I got some meat. I got some salad. I got some green beans. Girl, I made a pot of collard greens. Let's feed the neighborhood. Brazil had it over in the barrio. They would come together and put that goddamn grill outside and everybody ate. We're going to have to get back to that. This old dude speaks of it. Community. We can't survive without each other, people. But no, we want... No, she doing voodoo to me. Why? Well, because, you know, I, I got a service from her and I didn't listen, you know, but she took it too hard. Like, fuck that. Okay, you were wrong. Apologize and move on. No, people can't do that. But the world is getting ready to show y'all we can't make it without each other. Ain't no single. Your own president got on the fucking news and told y'all, build up your cabinets because your neighbors may smell your food. They going to want to come over there and eat because they ain't listening. Everybody ain't listening. We too busy worrying about getting our body done and looking cute, getting our nails done, child, doing TikToks and shit. We ain't worrying about in home. Sometimes it's good to unplug. I told y'all, I don't understand sometimes what spirits say to me, but I do pay attention. And they was teaching me, tune off. Say goodnight. Get off. Stop worrying about you. Start getting your shit together. Stop putting things together. Get you a little emergency packet. Get your shit together. We, it's no more. My daughter sat there and built up a whole goddamn uh, thing, a whole closet full. Let's start. Okay. All right. You got people buying land, people putting houses on their land, getting off the grid because they already knew this shit is getting ready to pop off. Y'all knew last year in August what it was going to be, but nobody wanted to pay attention. They started seeing food started tasting different. Food shortage. When you ever go to Walmart or even any supermarket and the whole aisle is empty, you got ports, um, boats at the port with the food in it, but they can't get there. But guess what? It's going to happen. It's going to start dry rotting. It's going to start getting outdated. It's going to start molding. Now they're going to bring that in here. What y'all going to do? Y'all going to eat outdated food. They've been telling y'all, grow your own. Start, start learning how to eat better. Stop with all of that. No, not us. Not us. Not us. No. Uh -uh. Learn to be friends with your local farmers and stuff. No, I don't eat that. Uh-uh, girl. I need my pork chop. I need this. Uh-uh, no. Well, okay. Why you don't have no food in your house? Girl, I look good. I ain't, I ain't spending that money on no groceries. He gave me that money. I ain't spending on no groceries. I got my hair nails done. Now you're going to be hungry. It's winter. The worst time of the year. We still, it's still going to get cold. We, we getting in February. We still got March and some April to get through. And now we, we in war with Russia and Ukraine. They done put ships and everything together. Hi. Hi. If they decide to shut it down, now what? Now what? Are you prepared? What are you doing? Those people are going to need you. We already got COVID. We got COVID's homeboys and homegirls, COVID's grandchildren. Then we got the flu. We got the modern cold. We got all kinds of shit coming out. Monkey pox, everything. Baby, we are living through revelations and everything else. But we definitely going back to those days where Mama and Papa and them, you went to work, you couldn't call nobody. You had to wait until you come up to find out what happened. Or you send a messenger over to the job and say, listen, little boy done got in trouble. And, you know, when you get off, meet them here. That's it. But, baby, 
Y'all better prepare. Y'all better prepare. It's not all about what you got. With those candles you're making, you better keep you aside to side so you can light some fucking candles so you can have some lighting. But you better be prepared because it's about to go down. This is where you have faith in your spirits, in your ego, and what walks with you. And keep your Ari calm. If those that can, make an appointment to a Bible Lao and let him do a rogation with a fish on your head so your head can be calm. I keep telling y'all. But y'all don't want to listen to old mama back porch conjure. She crazy. She don't know nothing. Oh, she don't got years. My spirit told me different. Did your spirit tell you that the, the, the fucking president was on TV saying all that? Okay, then. All right. All right. Listen, we're going to have to band together and stop respecting one another. We're going to have to look out for one another. Keep your phones charged. Download a movie just in case. Leave it on there. You got to watch it over and over and over again. Make it a good one. Listen, make sure you heat your house up, and that way you turn the heat off and you're good for the day. Open up the window, get a little air, and then close it back. Get you some candles. Get you a, a portable generator. Invest in these things. Check on Mama and Papa and them. Get some, gra some, some groceries and put canned goods. Get all that. You didn't put it in the storage cabinets. Keep some hand sanitizer. A, a, a first aid kit. Get you some, some um, what you call it, uh, antibiotics and stuff. Get that in there. Make sure you have it so you can know. Because if something happened, at least you will be prepared for a little bit. Or at least until help arrive. But baby... Faith without works is dead, so you got to put the work in. I ain't meant here to scare you, but to give you the truth. I told y'all, it's going to get bad, but it's going to come out better. We're going to endure this. That old dude came any day, and if y'all don't have faith in the ruler, I do. A ruler said, it's going to get better, E-day. Obatala said, that it's going to get better. Egun said, don't forget about us. Stop adding that extra shit. We ain't, we ain't worrying about that. We ain't coming in here to do all of that. We came here to so we can help you to finish where we left off. Just give us our, our props. That's all. Light us a candle. Make sure you take care of our altars. Talk to us every once in a while. Listen when we give you something to do. Don't question us so we can help you to move forward. That's it. That's all. That's the remedy. That's it. But you know, simple is too complicated for some people. Simple is too complicated for some people. What we got to do again? What? Did you get your white cloth? Did you put it up there? I brought mine. I went to Walmart, baby. Said, I, I need my white cloth in my house. And I'm going to fix them and send them out. Here is my guard kids here. Y'all want one? I'm going to mail you one here. Put your white cloth in your house. So you can have it. Put that white cloth up there. Because it's the old dude for the year. Get you some indigo so you can clean those floors. Keep some indigo by, by your door. Let's start doing what's right so we can, we can be okay. We can get out of this. A ruler said, if you do what I tell you, you're going to get out of this. You're you going to make it. Let's do that. Have some faith. Have some fucking faith. I do.
I do. I don't care what nobody else say. I got faith. And I'm going to hold on to it. Because he said it's going to get better. Odu said it's going to get better. Obatelai, Oshanelai said it's going to get better. It got to go a little bad because we, we all need an ass whooping. We weren't listening. We weren't. We were not listening. But now we are. So it's going to get better. So as always, it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. I want you today to appreciate the little things, not work. I want you to just appreciate those little things. The littlest thing, appreciate it. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for the little things in your life. Today, just be appreciative of every fucking thing that happened to you. Good, bad, or indifferent. You had a chance to enjoy it. Catch me on Instagram tonight. Definitely catch the show tomorrow. I'm having two shows. One on Tuesday, one on Wednesday. Catch the show tomorrow where I have the sister coming in and she's going to speak of her journey. And as always, follow me on Patreon and everywhere else. So tonight I'll be on Instagram and YouTube. Make sure you catch me. Because I love y'all. And I love to keep y'all informed, to keep y'all inspired, to keep y'all updated, to keep y'all motivated. I want to pour into y'all like y'all pour into me. I love each and every one of y'all. And I appreciate y'all. But I also want y'all to be grateful for the little things.